Hey guys, and welcome back to the part two discussion of the importance of a consultation. Can y'all believe this month is almost over? Only seven days left. And I'm extremely excited to have more wonderful topics to discuss this year as you continue along your natural hair care journey. So for those of you that are just joining, this is Styles by Shanice. This podcast is brought to you by Styles by Shanice Natural Hair Care Salon and Heart for Hair Natural Product Line. Be sure to look at stylesbyshanice.com for more information and personal style consultations. All right, so um, a few weeks ago, we talked a little bit about consultation basics, including meeting the client, whether it's face-to-face or virtually seating the client, determining the client's image and preferences. So basically a good show and tell. And then starting a wonderful dialogue using reflective listening. And that's where we're able to reinstate what the client has said in our own words to make sure that they understand where we're coming from. So that's pretty much some consultation basics to get you started. Then you want to move forward into analyzing the hair and the scalp on the client. You want to make sure that you're paying close attention to areas of the hair where there have may been thinning or um, it has been damaged or broken off. You want to look at those areas within the head. You also want to check for scalp abrasions. If there's any open cuts, sores, um, and if there are any open sores, you want to make sure that you are referring them to a dermatologist or a medical doctor. You want to make sure that you're sending the client to where they need to be because as natural stylists, we're taking care of the hair and the scalp um, in a professional manner. And we want to make sure that if there's anything that we see, uh, we don't want to start rendering any services if they need additional help that we don't provide. All right, you want to make sure that you are examining the hairline all right, of your client, whether you're using a soft brush or a comb, you want to check it to see if it's receding or balding. You want to check those areas. And if the hairline is damaged, you want to avoid doing styles that place direct attention on the hairline, all right? We don't want to put direct tension on the hairline if there's already breakage, if there's already excessive damage on the hair because we're going to cause a bigger problem. And that makes me think about traction alopecia. There are many forms of alopecia, but traction alopecia is something that we can control as a stylist. Traction alopecia occurs when styles are put in extremely too tight, resulting in hair loss that could be permanent on the natural hair. So we want to make sure that we are helping the hair, we're loving the hair, and we're making it thrive, not causing excessive damage um, to the hair or to the scalp where the hair will not grow back. You want to also ask the client about the history of their hair. Did they use chemicals in the past? 
was there extreme heat used in the past? And make sure that we discuss the prior salon experience. That's very, very important. As a natural stylist, it is our duty, it is our responsibility to avoid creating clones of what we see in mainstream media, all right, and what pop culture may consider beauty. Our goal is to personalize every service and help clients to see their own beauty. And I'm going to say that one more time, our goal As a natural hair care stylist, our duty, our responsibility is to personalize every service and help clients see their own beauty. Remember, the entire purpose of the consultation is to give the opportunity to determine what the client needs to avoid dissatisfaction. We want to make sure that we're setting our clients up and ourselves as stylists for a good outcome. We want them to be satisfied, not dissatisfied, okay? So I want to also mention just a quick tip when it comes down to moisture. I talk about moisture matters all the time, and it is truly a part of the foundation for natural hair care. So I want to make sure that I mention, use your essential oils for your hair care treatments. Make sure that you pull those out. Remember the styling creams and the non-alcoholic gels are proper products that will keep the natural hair moist, um, supple. It gives the hair the elasticity, which is basically the ability for the hair to stretch and revert back without any breakage while adding shine and luster. That's a quick tip just to take along with you while you're at home for those that don't have a natural stylist in their area or have found anyone that they're comfortable going to. If you can remember this tip, this will help you and keep your hair from breaking until you can find someone that you trust or you can figure out a regimen that works best for you along your hair care journey. Essential oils are great. I love peppermint oils. I love rosemary oils. I love grapefruit and cedar wood, just to name a few. Um, And then styling creams, which are a little bit thicker than your oils, which will help the hair lock in that moisture and allow the hair to build with great elasticity. A lot of clients I know like to use gels and things of that nature. And those are fine to hold the hair in place for long periods of time, but we want to avoid the gels with the alcohol in it because alcohol will cause excessive drying. So we want to keep moisture in the hair so that the hair is very, very soft and shiny and full of good things that will help seal that moisture in. Until next time, I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope these tips have helped you. Remember, this is Styles by Shanice, where passion is purpose.